impossible to fear. Nothing at all. The large old house was quiet, utterly silent, which was only to be expected, because he was the sole person in the building. John Sears reasoned that any other person who might be in the building would probably be just as wary of him as he would be of them. Unless it was not another person in the building, but other persons. Then, then, he would have cause to fear. But he was alone. He was quite definitely the only human being in the house. And not only was he alone, but people knew where he was, and would come looking for him should he fall and fracture his leg, or sustain some other disabling mishap, and thus not return by the appointed hour. He also carried his mobile phone. And even though the old house was remote, the signal strength had proved quite adequate should he need to summon assistance. In the end, John Sears concluded that he was fearing only fear itself, and that he was experiencing the sense of vulnerability, quite intensely so, of being a lone human being. Human beings, Sears reasoned, have achieved dominance because they have developed technology and because they function in cooperating groups. But as individuals, without technology, shelter, or a means to start a life-saving and or defensive fire, then the human being is vulnerable and an easy prey for many predators. Sears was content in the knowledge that he was alone in the house, and he did not expect to be attacked by a pack of ravenous baboons, nor by a pride of equally hungry lions. But yet... When his eyes fell on an axe helve which lay propped against the scullery wall, cobwebbed and dust-covered, he picked it up and held it in his right hand, comforted by its weight as he advanced from room to room. He had decided that the best way to commence the project, which he had been advised would take him some four to six weeks to complete, would be to familiarise himself with the interior of the house, including, of course, the cellar and the attic, and then to visit the outbuildings, and finally, the overgrown garden. He felt he needed to set foot in all parts of the property, and so he walked, wearing summer shoes and lightweight all-white coveralls, axe helv in one hand, and battery-operated torch in the other. He opened each door that he came to, and shone the beam of the torch into the rooms from which sunlight had been excluded by heavy curtains drawn shut. The torch-beam illuminated strange shapes and shadows and mounds and peaks and valleys of darkness caused by items in the room being covered by dust-sheets. Sears went first into each and every room on the ground floor of the house, penetrating the rooms as much as he found possible, taking his time. Not a rapid putting his head round the door of each room, glancing once at the interior and then closing the door behind him before moving on to the next room, but rather he loitered in each room, looking up at the ceiling and down at the floor covering. He marvelled at the good fortune of the house being so remote, so isolated, and so thoroughly concealed from view. A more open location and nearer the city, he fancied, would have led to the house and its contents being plundered by thieves in the night, loading up their white vans and selling the items at Bermondsey Antique Market. Then would have come the squatters, 
or the local teenagers with stones and bricks, ensuring that not one pane of glass remained intact. Finally would come one or two children, boy children, who did not fully understand what they were doing, or an adult, sinister, lone-acting, who did fully understand what he was doing, but either carrying a can of petrol and a box of matches, and that would have been the fate of Bromyards. All contents purloined, then squatted, then vandalised, and finally raised by fire. An unfortunate end to the house initially built in 1719 and added to over the following 250 years. Throughout its history, it had always been in the hands of the same family, until the last of the line had eventually succumbed to his frailty and failing health, expiring with nearly 300 years of inheritance around him.